Well, hello there, one and all, and welcome to this week's episode of the Rowdy Opinionated Ginger podcast. I'm Ems Raysell, and funnily enough, I'm your rowdy and oftentimes opinionated host. Before we dive into this week's episode, I do have a quick disclaimer. Due to the controversial nature of some of my many, many opinions, I feel obligated to inform you that all of my thoughts and musings are my own, but as always, you are more than welcome to challenge any opinions you may disagree with. The more the merrier. There is no learning or growth without challenge. Alrighty then, let's get into today's episode. So today I wanted to talk to you about MLMs and network marketing and as a stroke of comedic genius, or at least I thought so, I've called this episode Let's Get Down to Business to Defeat the Huns. If you get that joke, we're friends now, I'm sorry I don't make the rules. The big question that I'm hoping to answer today is are these network marketing businesses ethical and even can they be run ethically? My answer, I'm afraid, is just a big fat no for a multitude of reasons. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but if you hold on, I will explain why I'm perched on this far side of the fence where this debate is concerned. First of all, I do want to go into this saying that of course I understand why people get into MLMs to make a little bit of extra money and help their families out, and that's a driving point for why a lot of us get into business. I completely understand that, and I'm also very lucky in the sense that I've always been able to find skilled work. So my position does come from a place of privilege. I totally get that. I completely acknowledge it. But I still don't think that MLMs can be done ethically. And here is why. If I really simplify it down, just so that you know where I'm coming from, it is a business model in which people invest in the products, startup kits, fees, etc. to get started. They are then provided with training and in some cases a content bank for their promotion. And that is a whole issue in itself, which I will explain later. Um, And once they have received their products and the kits, they'll sell the products or the services to the people in their network and a chunk of money will go to their upline and their upline and so on and so forth all the way up the chain. Yet it's marketed to them as a business that they own and are in charge of. And I don't know about you, but it just gives me the ick. So this would be different if they were working for the company, which they are. But more often than not, this is being marketed to them as a get into business for yourself type situation. And that's just not true. The business knowingly does this. And as a result, they can get around paying the people who are essentially employees a living wage while they get set up, build their networks and start selling. The argument against this, whenever I bring it up with anyone who is, you know, part of an MLM is always, but every business takes investment, time and energy to set up, which, yeah, You're not wrong, but when it's your business, you get to name it, you get to create the products or choose the products that you sell, you get to reap the rewards, and ultimately you get to grow in the direction that you would want to. For any MLM people listening, I'm sorry, but you are not the CEO of your own business. You're just not. Unless you as a person actually started the scheme from scratch and named it and everything, in which case, like, no offense, but yikes, how can you sleep at night? Like, if you are top dog CEO I just don't get how how you can do it but unless that is you it's not your business and that's just the truth these schemes often target vulnerable women they're especially rampant within military spouse circles and circles of young and new mums because these women go through tough periods of feeling isolated especially for women who don't have big support systems close by and want to feel involved in a group 
a lot of women who want to financially contribute to their families and all of that stuff, for whatever reason, they might not have the time for a more traditional employment and they can get sucked in too. Don't get me wrong, I know MLMs do also affect men, it's just that MLMs are well known for targeting women and that just makes my blood boil. The fact of the matter is, according to the Consumer Awareness Institute, 99.6% of people who join an MLM never actually make a solid profit. And it's so unbelievably easy to slip into debt buying products that aren't unique. And in a lot of cases, they're actually readily available from the actual company. Um, and that's in the case of companies like Anne Summers, which has an MLM branch, and also the body shop at home, all of that, etc. In my opinion, even people with the best intentions who market their MLM side hustles in the most ethical way that they feasibly can are at fault here, because by simply signing up for the MLM in question and paying the startup fees, buying the kits, all of that stuff, they are financially supporting a business which actively profits off of preying on women in vulnerable situations, and in most cases promoting the marketing tactics that we all associate with network marketing and MLMs, all of that really icky, pushy stuff. Now, this is the bit that really gets my goat, and it's a huge part of the reason I got into ethical marketing strategy. The marketing tactics that they use are shady, period. That's it. These companies not only promote the use of tapping into fear, guilt, shame and harassment in order to sign people up, but they also employ lies. A lot of MLMs, especially in the States, have been known to actually provide their recruits with images of shiny new cars and lavish holidays and getaways in order to sell a luxury lifestyle. They may as well be screaming from the rooftops, look how successful you can be if you join us. But in reality, they're probably sat at home, like the rest of us, in a dressing gown, trying to shift some products and pay their bills. Now, I am willing to bet that any woman listening that has a social media account on which they are fairly active has been pitched by a friend, family member, or even a complete stranger about joining an MLM. In fact, I remember as a teenager, I was struggling to make ends meet at my first full-time job, and I was invited for coffee by my managing director at the time's wife. She waited until I got there to start pitching our bon at me, and it was so uncomfortable. Anyway, so that's besides the point. I'm willing to bet that we have all been pitched to. I'm also willing to bet that they weren't promoting their products. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> they probably went right into the DMs with a copy and pasted sales message that goes something along the lines of, hey girl, I have a fantastic business opportunity for you. You know how the rest of it goes. This is because it's more profitable to hire people beneath you in your team, quote unquote team, than it is to actually sell the products. Because a chunk of their earnings filter up to them and the person who hired them and the person who hired them all the way to the very top of this monumentally fucked up pyramid. <laughs> a big no-no for me personally is the act of cold or even spam pitching, sending out the same message to as many people as possible looking for a sale. Now, this isn't just an MLM practice. I see it all the time on LinkedIn and Instagram from people who just don't know any better, but that's not particularly ethical either. And they're not taking into account the feelings of the people on the receiving end of that spammy message. And like I've said multiple times before, it's the equivalent of hopping straight onto Tinder and just winging out wang pics left, right and centre to every match that you get. It's unsolicited. It's just plain gross. It doesn't feel good for either party. So going back to the trainings and the calls that I mentioned a little earlier, I've never joined an MLM. 
so I've never sat through a call in person, but I have watched recordings of MLM calls. They are all over YouTube if you're interested, and the vibe that you get is just so cult-like, it's unreal, and I don't say that lightly. The amount of gaslighting, manipulation, fear, guilt, and shame again, but disguised as motivation, it can be damaging not only to the financial health of the people involved, but the mental health and if they're stressing about sales and struggling to make ends meet and like the 99.6% of people signed up that I mentioned earlier, it will also most likely be taking a toll on their physical health too. Like me, when I get too stressed out, my hair starts falling out, I drop weight, I look really sick. Even as a little kid, when I was in a high stress environment, I would get nosebleeds frequently and my hair would fall out in tufts. So it's, I completely understand. It's no surprise that MLMs have had a huge surge in popularity over the last year, especially with the Rona popping up all over the place. I completely and genuinely understand the appeal, especially when you feel backed into a corner and like it's your only way out. Trust me, I get it. But equally, in my opinion anyway, if you have the money to invest and the time to invest in getting everything set up and building out your own network and grinding away, selling your butt off, you can probably start your own actual business. And if you're successful with it, the rewards will just be so much higher. That knowledge, plus the notable financial, mental and physical impact I mentioned earlier are bad enough. But I did mention earlier about how a lot of people end up targeted due to vulnerability. And a lot of the time that can include a feeling of isolation. But MLMs actually worsen that issue in the long run. While yes, you might be added into a motivational group chat for hashtag girlbosses and that might help you feel better in the immediate you're encouraged to sell as much as you can and if you don't have a large engaged audience on social media to sell to for work it's expected of you to pitch to your personal network further alienating yourself from the family and friends that you do have because trust me they will get sick of it i have personally stopped talking to and distanced myself from people constantly pitching their mlm products or services to me in the dms because i'm sick of it it feels like my friendship doesn't matter to them and all they want out of me is to make a little money it does just feel desperate and gross, so I end up cutting them off. Now imagine that they're sending 30 messages a day, and most of these people getting those messages also, like me, just off the bat get the ick. And because they get the ick from the sales tactics being used, we can assume that these women struggle more and more to make their sales because their network has dried up. Soon they may choose to or have to leave the MLM because they can't afford to reinvest. Now they've gone from feeling isolated, desperately seeking a way out, to even more isolated, not having their work network around, having alienated and annoyed their friends and family on top of that, and most likely stuck underneath a pile of debt to get rid of. For a lot of people it ends up being a cycle too, and they try to join another MLM to dig themselves out of the hole that the last one put them in. And in reality, they're just digging themselves even deeper. MLMs make it seem like anyone can run a business but I think that they're wrong not everyone is cut out for running a business and that's totally okay it's bloody hard work there's emotional ups and downs there's a hell of a lot more to manage than you'd ever think possible it's so time consuming and it's expensive especially to begin with and it's not the right choice for everyone 
But as I said earlier, my take is that if you have the money, time and energy to invest into growing a scheme, that maybe will benefit you if you're part of the 0.4% that make it in the industry and you have an idea or two rattling around in your brain, you're probably better off chancing it and starting literally any other business that you actually own. And it's actually yours and you can grow it in the direction that you want to. It definitely can be done. I have helped over the last year and a half, I've helped multiple people get out of MLMs and start their own businesses, um, mainly in the coaching space because that is where my speciality is. But it's also just so nice to have that freedom. I don't have a team telling me how to sell, how much I need to sell, who to sell to. Um, I have a group of people in a community that help keep me motivated. But other than that, I don't have to do anything that I'm being told by an upline or, you know, being bullied on a team call. If something doesn't feel right to me, I don't have to do it because it is my business. I'm very much of the mindset that if you try and sell to someone and you don't feel good about it um, because maybe you've picked up on a you know, fear-based sales tactic or a sales tactic that employs guilt, you're, the person receiving that pitch is going to feel that too. It's like a mirror. If you don't feel good saying it, sending the message, whatever it is, um, or even excited about it, if it's just blah because you just copy and paste the same thing and send it out every day, that feeling is going to be mirrored. People pick up on more than you think that they do. So if it doesn't feel good, just don't do it. That's the golden rule that I live by when it comes to marketing for my business. But getting back on the subject of MLMs, no, I don't think that there is any way that they can be made ethical because of the way that the business is structured, because of the way that they are designed to trample on people who are in rubbish situations already, to be quite frank. I don't think that they are ethical. I don't think that people should continue to support them. And this does come from a place of privilege because I understand that an income is an income. But at the same time, there are plenty of flexible jobs out there if running a business isn't right for you or you don't want to go through that like idea setting up phase and business plans and all of that kind of stuff. There are always more flexible options out there. And I hate that MLMs are marketed as the be all and end all way to have a flexible life and to be able to put work around your kids and provide for your family and work as much or as little as you need to. It's not that easy. You can't just take two weeks away because you need to be constantly getting seen in order to be active in your community and actually make any sales. So it is just a lie. And I think that any company that is based on lies, I mean, they're being shut down left, right and centre. Thank goodness for that. Hopefully they're starting to die out. But I think any business that is just built on a foundation of lies and cons people into thinking that they have more freedom and power than they actually do is unethical. And if you have to sign up and pay money to start said network marketing scheme, MLM, whatever, then you are funding that. So I don't think that there is any way to be involved and still be able to say to yourself, yeah, this feels good. This feels ethical to me. I just, I don't see how that's possible. Alrighty then, my turtle doves, it appears that's all we have time for this week. If you have anything you wish to add, please do get in touch using the information in the description. 
I'd love to hear from you. Keep an eye out for next week's episode going live first thing on Friday morning. Until then, stay rowdy, keep your eyes peeled and don't get scammed. Bye.